Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God has not changed. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is, that is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified in you. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And as we start reading verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 3. Hallelujah. I'd like you to see the, the content of what Paul was saying. Okay? It says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Hallelujah. If our gospel is hidden, it is hidden to all those who are lost. Then he lets you know. You know on Sunday I mentioned the scripture, isn't it? It says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. The God of this world. There's a God of this world. There's someone who is ruling. There's someone who is in charge of things. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's someone in charge of all that is going on. If God were the one in charge, he, has, he sure has everything in a mess. It's not God. God is not the one in charge. So you have to take charge of your own life. Because God has given... Jesus said before he left. The very last verse of Jesus was that all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. As he said, the Bible said that he ascended before them. Okay, he said, all authority in heaven and in earth is given unto me. Go ye therefore and make disciples of the nations. So he's teaching them all the things that I've taught you. Baptizing them in my name. Then he told them to stay in Jerusalem. And that he will, he will allow his spirit to come upon them afresh. Hallelujah. As he said that, he, he, he was lifted. Obviously he was lifted before them. And he went to the heavens. A cloud received him out of their sight. Do you see? But his last words was that, I've given everything. All authority in heaven and in earth is given unto me. So you. That, that means that he's put everything into your hands. He's put the, 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 the way the world goes into our hands. There's someone in charge, but we can do something about it. You see? The elements of the world should not control us. Hallelujah. Yeah. So he lets us know. He it is hidden to those who are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Let the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. That is why you just can't preach a message to somebody to be born again. Before, if we should go on an open crusade, we say we are going for a crusade. Okay? We have to put a lot, we have, there should be a lot of investment into it. I mean, for, for a soul to be won to the Lord. There has to be a lot of investment because there's someone involved in blinding the mind, their minds from believing. There's someone involved in preventing the gospel from getting to them. If you believe, that means that if you believe, then a, a great miracle has happened in your life, isn't it? Yeah, if you have, then a great miracle has happened in your life. But it takes a lot of work to make sure one person gives his life to Christ and one person understands what is going on. It's not a joke. Then, go to the next verse. Then it says, For we preach not ourselves. But Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Paul says, I'm not preaching myself. We are not trying to make ourselves something. Okay? Yeah, we are preaching Christ. For we preach ourselves by Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. We are servants. 
to you for Jesus' sake. Look at the next thing. Verse 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts. Hallelujah. He has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Then, it's, it's so nice. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. You see, there's something inside that shines, that causes people to see the glory of God in our face. It means that the glory of God is resident in your spirit. Hallelujah. See, the glory, the glory of God is in me. Say it again, the glory of God is in me. Maybe you are not seeing any glory around you, or any sign of glory around you. The more you say it, the more you believe it. And the more you believe it, the more it really becomes to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. It's so nice, but let's go on. I want to show you something. Hallelujah. We are troubled on every side. They are not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a song that was made up out of this, isn't it? Then he goes on to say, Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. These are beautiful scriptures. I could, I could preach so many months on this. Okay? For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Hallelujah. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. Verse 13 is what I really want you to see. Okay? Look at verse 13. It says, We having the same spirit of faith. It means that faith is a spirit. There's a spirit of faith. Hallelujah. It says, We having the same spirit of faith. That it shows you the behavior or how the spirit of faith functions. It says, We having the same spirit of faith. He didn't say, We trying to have the same spirit of faith. It says, We having. It means that this is something we have. We having the same spirit of faith. Which spirit of faith is he talking about? That same spirit of faith that Abraham had, that Isaac had, that Jacob had. What caused them to have that glorious testimony that the Bible talks about? The Bible says that by faith they obtained a good report. By faith the elders obtained a good report. There's a spirit in charge of faith. There's a spirit. Faith is a spirit. He says, we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. The result of believing is the fact that you speak. Faith is a noun. Until you start talking your faith and start speaking your faith, it is a noun. It's just a name. So if you say I have faith, it's like saying I have, I have a child. I have a son. I have a daughter. I have a car. I, that is a name. Hallelujah. If you have a car and a car is sitting on, on blocks, what use is it to you? Do you see what I'm talking about? Do you know a car that is sitting on blocks? The fact that you have a car does not mean much. If that car does not, cannot do what it's supposed to do, then there's nothing. So it's not enough to have faith. Okay? It's not enough to have faith. The Bible says that <laughs> he has dealt to every man according to the measure of faith. He has given all of us faith. Let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now, notice this. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you. He's writing to the Roman church. He says, I, 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 I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you. Meaning that he's talking to Christians. He's talking to children of God. Okay? To every man that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly. He says, not to think of, don't think that you are better than somebody. Hallelujah. 
Don't think that you are higher than somebody. He says, not to think more highly than you ought to think. But to think soberly. To think according as he has dealt to every man the measure of faith. He has dealt to every man among you the measure of faith. Everyone, <laughs> well, the day you became born again, God gave you faith. It took faith for you to be, become born again. It took faith. You've never seen Jesus Christ before. Have you seen Jesus Christ before? Anybody, you saw Jesus, Jesus came into your room. And sat down with you. And convinced you to become born again. To give your life to him. He told you that I died for you. Did you see anything like that? There was nothing like that. How did you believe? Someone spoke to you. Some people even got born again through a, a, a tract. A gospel tract. You read something. And as you were reading, you decided that what was in there was true. And decided that you were going to follow what was in there. Hallelujah. So even though you have not seen Jesus before, you've never had any contact with him before, you've never had any sensory perception concerning him, you believed. And the corresponding action of your belief was the fact that you spoke something. What got you born again was the fact that you believed. And you spoke. Are you saying it? You believed. I believe that Jesus... And you, you, you confessed your belief. You confessed what you believe. Hallelujah. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So you do have faith. Everybody has faith. All of us have faith. Jesus said that if you have faith as small as a little grain of mustard seed. He says you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. It means that all the faith, small grain faith or small mustard seed faith is good enough to move mountains. And that is the faith that you receive the day you become born again. So you do have faith. It means that you can remove mountains. It mean, <laughs> I'm not saying physical mountains. Hallelujah. You should know that Jesus was talking about physical mountains. He was talking about the, the mountains of, of life. The challenges of life. With physical mountains included. Because not, sometimes you have, if a road contract, contractor is building a road. And it means a mountain. He has to go around the mountain, doesn't it? Men have removed mountains. Is it true? They have removed mountains. They, they've used, <laughs> you move earth, don't you? You can remove a mountain from there and create a road through the mountain. Isn't it? Yeah. Men have done that. And they did that by faith. Hallelujah. It took faith for someone to conceive the idea of having a backhoe or a whatever. Yeah, to manufacture it and to put it, to make it work. Okay? He believed that something like that could be, could exist. All these things that we see were not there before. All the things that we see around us came through something called the spirit. Ideas are spiritual. Don't think that ideas are something that... Ideas are not actually common to everybody. <laughs> you may not know. Ideas are highly spiritual. Ideas are actually blessings from the Lord. God blesses you with an idea, with a strategy, with a concept, and with the ability to implement that idea or strategy that has come to you. It's not easy for an idea to just come. It doesn't just come. It takes God for an idea to be ministered to your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But Jesus was talking about the mountains of life. Because life presents you with challenges. So many of them. Listen, Jesus himself said it. He said that in this world you shall have many troubles. He didn't say few troubles. He said many troubles. In this world you shall have. Tell your neighbor. In this world. You shall. Point your neighbor. You shall. 
you shall have many troubles. It's in the Bible. I don't know who said it. Have you seen it before? The word troubles is slipses. The Greek word is slipses. It means pressure, pressings, difficulties. You shall, you shall face things. That is in John chapter 16. You, John 16, Let's look at it. Probably you've never seen it before. So sometimes when Christians are going through challenges, they feel that, uh, why? Is it because I believe in Jesus Christ? Emphatically, yes. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the gates of Zion, isn't it? There's a gate called the valley gate. I'll talk about it. That is a gate where you are put into, you are, you are put into challenge, challenges. You are dropped into a, a value of challenges. As a believer, some Christians think that it is rosy, whatever. We make it rosy. You make it rosy. Do you understand? You make it rosy. David said, <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Have you read Psalm, 20, Psalm 23 before? The Lord is my shepherd, isn't it? It's Psalm 23 or 27. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down what? He leads me beside there. He restored my... Mm-hmm. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I, though I walk through. So he does walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't say, I will never walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He does walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He says, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. I know that you are with me. I know that he's in there. So I'm not afraid. That is faith talking. I know that he's in there. I'm not afraid. I don't care what is going on. I don't care the pressure. They can mount as much pressure as they want to. The higher the pressure goes, the higher my testimony goes. If those three Hebrew boys would not have any fire around them, do you think they would have had the testimony of going to the fire and coming out of the fire? They wouldn't have. But Christians, some Christians don't want the fire to come. The fire will come. But it is your faith that will put you over. Do you understand? There are fires in life. Don't try to sweat them. Don't behave as though it will not happen. Poverty is real. It is real. Poverty is real. Lack of cash, lack of money is real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, and it takes the knowledge of God. It takes getting to know the word of God to overcome. Hallelujah. So don't don't act as though sometimes you wonder what some people are thinking. The pressure will come. The heat will come. He says, even though you go through the fire, you shall not be bent. Though though you go through the water, you shall not be drowned. A thousand shall fall on your side. Ten thousand by thy right. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with your eyes shall you behave. Behold the reward of the wicked. That's what the Bible says. He says, they shall come up against you one way and they shall flee before you seven ways. That's what the Bible says. So you comfort yourself with these, these words. Do you understand? Yeah. And you put yourself over. I said, you must cream your life. You must make your life. God has put it in your hands. It's all in your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak in tongues for a while. I, I think you need to. Hola, Baba. Sasta, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is John chapter 16, verse 63, isn't it? These things I have spoken unto you, that in me he might have peace. In the world you shall have. Are you in the world? Are you in this world? He says, in the world, you shall have 
tribulations. You shall have other verses, you shall have many troubles, you shall have tribulations. Then it says, But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So you shall have, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. It means that when the heat is turned up, become excited. Not the other way around. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I've been trying to get this thing done, but it's not working. When is this going to work? Lord, why? No. <laughs> when the pressure is coming, you say, We are, oh, we won. <laughs> this is what they are joking. We are winning. It's going to work. <laughs> Hallelujah. It has worked. We have done it. It has happened. You say it both casually and seriously in your own, in your own, in your own closet. You say it casually. Your casual speech is actually not casual. It's actually very spiritual. Because your casual speech, the Bible says, no, there's no idle word that we shall not give account of. That idle word is actually not supposed to be idle. It has to be active. Hallelujah. So I'm willing. Prosperity is mine. Yeah, I, you, you, maybe you don't have any money in your pocket. There are times like that you may not have any money in your pocket. Do you understand? Yeah, Christianity does not mean having money in your pocket every time. That's not what it means. It means living above the lack of cash. Even when there's no cash, you live above it. You are bigger, you are higher. I'm higher than these things. And the more you say you are higher than these things, the more cash <laughs> just falls in line. It just comes to you like that. When you start complaining like every other person, the complaining bunch, there's a complaining bunch, they are those who complain and cry and shout and pray all kinds of stupid prayers. Telling God of how, how much he has forsaken them. What, what use is there in telling God of about how much he has forsaken you? Has he, has he told you that he has forsaken you? The Bible says categorically, it says, I have said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So why do you think that he has left you or forsaken you? See, I refuse to think like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they are. They are. Would Daniel have had a testimony if there was no lion? Would he have had a testimony if there was no lion? Daniel knew exactly what was going to happen to him if he prayed to any other God. And he opened his window like he does every time and prayed. And the people saw him. Went to report to the king that this guy is praying. You issued a decree that the one who prays should be put in the lion's den. So he's going to go in the lion's den. And they put him inside. They did. He went down, 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 down. You see, the sign of trouble does not mean that God, you are not in the, in, the, in the will of God. If there's trouble around, it doesn't mean that you are not in the will of God. A lot of people think that when there's trouble, it means that you have missed the... You've not missed the... If that is the issue, then Paul was outside the will of God. Completely outside the will of God. Do you know who Paul is? Paul had more trouble than anybody. In, in, his, in his attempt to, to do the work of God, he had a lot of trouble. Even Jesus had trouble. The Bible says that the ones who, the one who, who live a godly life, will have trouble, who suffer persecution. All those who live godly will suffer persecution. It's, it's the truth. They'll have problems. They'll have challenges coming. That is why God gave us faith. Do you see? Faith is I've not seen. I've not seen the trouble go away. The trouble is there. I know that the trouble is there. But I believe that God has put me over the trouble. Therefore, I'll speak my faith. Speak my believing that I'm more than a conqueror. I've overcome everything. The Lord is working in me. God is at work in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nothing shall separate me from the, from the love of God. 
I'm in the perfect will of God for my life. I don't care the heat. You can even tell the devil to turn up the heat. Yeah, you can tell the devil, turn up the heat. Yeah, bring it on, man. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Say, I refuse to be put down. The only way for things to change is through your believing and your speaking, which is actually an expression of your faith. Okay? Don't keep quiet. If you keep quiet, it won't change. If you keep quiet, it won't change. If you don't say what God is saying concerning the issue, it will not change. You have to talk for it to change. He says, we have in the same spirit of faith as it is written. I have believed, therefore have I spoken. Then he says, we also believe. If you believe, then speak. You believe in Jesus, right? And by believe, after believing in Jesus, you spoke and said that I believe in him. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he rose again from the dead. I believe with my heart that he gave me life and life eternal. I believe I'm dwelling in heavenly places together with him. I proclaim that I'm a child of God. That's what you say to yourself. You don't say, I've said it in my head. Stop saying it in your head. You don't respond, to, with, you don't respond to thoughts with thoughts. You respond to thoughts with words. We don't cast down imaginations by thinking. We cast down imaginations by, by speaking. So talk the word. Speak the word for yourself. Speak the word. I refuse to be put down. Yeah. Say it to yourself. That is faith. You're actually expressing your faith. You're expressing your faith. Yeah. And the more you speak, the more your faith increases. Amazingly. There's a certain cycle. It's like a dynamo. The more you speak, the more your faith rises. Let me show it to you. Go to Romans chapter 8, verse 17. It's a nice scripture in Romans 8, 17. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. I sure you're following me. Yeah. I don't look up to a man. No, 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 no. Don't look up to men. Listen, don't look up to men. Don't look up to people. Don't use people to do your calculation. If, if this person gives me this amount and this person gives me that, then I'll be able to do this. Look up to God. You understand? Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Did I say Romans chapter 8 verse 17? Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Not 8. 10. How many of you know what's written in Romans chapter 10 verse 17? It's already there. It says, so then, faith cometh by what? And hearing by? He shows us how faith comes, comes to you. How faith can come to you. So as you are hearing me now, you are, what are you, am I speaking about myself? Have I spoken about myself since I came? I've been sharing with you the word of God, isn't it? I've been speaking the word of God. I've not been thinking the word of God before you. I mean, can you imagine a preacher who comes and then stands there and then he starts thinking? Then he'll be smiling. Then he'll do this. Then the people are responding, yeah. no, There's nothing like that. He has to express the word of God. You see? So as you are listening to the word of God like this, faith is coming to you. But in your own home, or on your own time, when you are speaking the word of God for yourself, faith is coming to you. Doesn't make sense. So when you when you stand and you start saying this, probably some poverty is facing you. Eh? Some disease is facing you. The, the disease is facing you. know, disease can face you. Yeah. Challenges can face you. On every side. Joblessness can face you. You do everything and it's not working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you speak the word of God for yourself, 
I'm a child of God. I do not fail. Failure is not my portion. You see, as you are saying that, you are expressing your faith. Isn't it? And as you express your faith, you are hearing what you are saying. Because you are not saying your, what is in your head. You are speaking the word of God. And as you are speaking the word of God, you are hearing the word of God at the same time. So you are expressing your faith. You are, you are receiving more faith because you are hearing the word of God that you are. Just faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you speak, more faith is being ministered to you. And you are speaking. More faith is being ministered to you. So the faith you express initially it cannot be compared to the faith that you express the second time. When you say, I'm a child of God. He has made me a son. I'm, I'm the very son. I'm, I'm a bona fide child of God. You may not believe it the first time like that. You may not believe to. You see, there are, there are measures of believing. <laughs> there's, a, there's a believing meter. I'm telling you. You can, you can graduate from one level to the other. Do you see? So as you speak the word of God for yourself and you hear it, your faith is increasing. Your believing meter is going up. Then, then, you're expressing it. You are hearing it. Expressing it. Hearing it. Expressing it. Hearing it. Expressing it. Do you know what you are doing to yourself? Do you know what, you're, do you know what is happening around you? You are just becoming bigger and bigger in spirit. And your faith, listen, your faith is just working all around. I'm telling you. But when you keep quiet and you start thinking to yourself, I don't know what I'm going to do. Are we the only people, am I the only one suffering like, why should I suffer like this? God, I believed in you. You are thinking. You are thinking. I believed in you all this while. I believed in you all this while. Why is the devil chasing? Who should the devil chase? No, who should the devil chase? You are the one he's supposed The Bible says that the devil has a roaring lion. Go at the bound. Worried about seeking whom he may what he may devour. Whom resist thou steadfastly in the faith? So you are the one you will chase. Hall- <laughs> or you've never thought about it that way. You are the one who's going to chase. But you should know who to chase who. Hallelujah. We are actually supposed to be chasing. But Jesus said that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And you are the church. He says, I will build you up and the devil cannot prevail against you. So what are you talking about? You put him, you put him eh? on the run. See, I'm a child of God. So uh, keeping quiet is actually, is actually a sign of the fact that you're going to fail. Being a quiet believer, a quiet believer, you don't, when a challenge comes, you think around the challenge. You're always thinking. Thinking in your head. Start expressing the word of God. Start talking about who God has made you. Whatsoever is born of God overcoming this world. I am born of God. I overcome this world. I am born of God. I'm born of God. To be born again means to be born of God. I'm a child of God. I'm born of God. And I overcome this world. Then he says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world. The victory. What puts the victory into your hand? He says, it's our faith. Your, your faith is what puts, puts the victory into your hand. You must have a testimony. You must have a testimony. You should be able to say where God has taken you from. I was here before, now I'm here. And I'm here, now I'm going forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't chicken out of the fight. With your silence. 
and with your contemplations. You know, we don't know what we do with ourselves. I'm coming from a poor home. Coming from a poor home. Coming from, you, you have a home that is poor. Which home are you talking about? No, which home are you talking about? Don't you know the home from where we come from? Obviously, we are from Zion. Don't you understand? We are from Zion. He says that you have come onto Mount Zion. Are you sure you understand? You have come. You says we have come onto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. We that is where we come from. That is our home. I've been saying that you are a child of God. If you are a child of God, then who is your father? God is your father. So how can you say you are coming from a, a poor home? You know, in an attempt to get money from somebody, you are saying to yourself, you are saying to a person, you say, I'm, a, I'm from a poor home. No, I'm not from a poor home. You are a beggar. And no child of God begs. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah. Because you want a, man, a man's favor. We don't cut men's favors like that too. We don't cut pe- favor from men like that by saying anything. If you, in fact, if you receive money from somebody like that, the person is going to control your life. Yeah. You should know. That's what control your life. Because you came begging. You came not sure of yourself. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22. Isn't it? But you have come unto Mount Zion. He says you have come unto Mount Zion. You have arrived. Say I have arrived. arrived. Say so that is my home. He says but you have come unto Mount Zion. And unto the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels. That is my home. That is where I come from. So I'm not, I'm not from a poor home. I'm not from a, say I'm not from a poor home. Because God is not poor. And I'm a child of God. Probably you are thinking that you are still a child of Kofi Mensah. Our parents are stewards of our lives. They are stewards. It means that they were given, we were given to them to put us on a certain platform. That's their job in their lives. They are very important. We must respect them and honor them. But the owner of your life is God. God is the owner of your life. You came from God. And God is responsible for you. Do you understand? Yeah. So stop looking up to people. Okay? We have in the same spirit of faith. As it is written. I have believed. Therefore have I spoken. We also believe. Therefore we speak. We also believe. Therefore we speak. So what do you believe? What do you believe? What have you come to believe? What have you come to believe? Do you believe that you are a success? Then you should be saying it every time. I'm a success. I'm not a failure. Your bosses may say you are a failure. If you can't say it before him, probably when you say it before him, he'll suck you. When he turns, you tell him, you, tell, you say to yourself, I'm a success. I'm not a failure. I do not fail. If you can't say it before him, tell him, boss, I'm not a failure. I'm a success. If you, that is, if you think he will not suck you, you get it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to be bold. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as lions. Yeah. I refuse to be put down by the pressure. Some, some of us know where we are coming from. We know how we've gotten here. And we know how we are going forward. I'm telling you. This is it. It's, it's, it's foundation. Okay? Foundation does not mean 
you know, when some when people hear foundation, they think that it is not important because it is small or it is little. For instance, the foundation of mathematics, okay, is one plus one, one times one, one times two. Few numbers, little numbers, isn't it? You need to understand board mass, brackets, of division, multiplication, addition, subtraction. As simple as board mass is, that same theory holds when you are doing engineering mathematics. When you see dy dx plus x. <laughs> if you don't understand 1 plus 1, you don't understand dy dx. Plus x is equal to s squared minus d dx. Find x. <laughs> you will sweat if you don't understand what 1 plus 1 is. You will not be able to solve it. Is it true? You will not be able to solve it. So when we say foundation does not mean that it's, it's, it's low. It's nothing. That is, that is what it means. Foundation does not mean it's, it's, it's nothing. It's low. Faith is what you require. It's the foundation for your life. That's why it's the first thing God gives to us. Because without, without faith, you can't receive eternal life. Without faith, you can't receive righteousness. All these things are intangible. They are not seen with the eye. Where is eternal life? It takes faith to believe that you have eternal life. And it takes faith to, to confess yourself that the life of God is working in me for it to work in you. Truly to work in you. For that energy to, to, to be channeled to do things. To kill cancer. That energy can kill cancer. But it's not tangible. It's not seen with the physical eye. How are you going to believe it? You need faith to believe it. So God gives us faith. And that faith that he's giving to us is what we need for life. So he's not cheating anybody. All of us, have a, we, all, we, all, we all receive the same kind of faith. We receive the same level of faith. The difference is with, the, with, with those who are put to work. That's the difference. And you have your own faith. You don't have to depend on someone else's faith. You have your own. Feed your faith. Feed your faith with the word of God. How can you start a business without faith? No, do you know, do you know where the money is going to come from? You don't know. But you believe. This thing is going to work. You must psych yourself up with words, words from God. It's going to work. What my hands are blessed, whatever I touch is blessed. This thing is going to work. I have not seen it with my eyes. I don't know where the next contract is going to come from, but I believe in my heart that it's going to come. And I believe in my heart I'm going to have a very big contract. So don't, don't come and depend on mine. Don't wait for me to get my big contract and you come and collect money from me. Use your faith. Tell everybody, use your faith. Because I will not give you the money when you come. Tell me, but I won't give it to you. It's not because I hate you. I actually want to help you. I want you to put your faith to work. Yeah, use your faith. Use your faith. You have it. So use it. You have it. Don't sit down and be jealous of everybody. And we've been in the judge for a very long time. We don't know what's happening. Every time people are doing well, we are not doing so well. They say fit, fit, fit. But where is it? Be there. That is what everybody is using. Do you understand? Yeah. So God is not a cheat. God is not uh, 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 biased towards some people. He's giving all of us that same level of faith. We all have it. Now, we must put it to work. So if I were you, I will be a tongue-talking believer. And a word-talking believer. I will be speaking the word of God for myself. 
Listen, eternal life will not be tangible to you. It will not be. See, people will talk about, I have the life of God in me. And that life is working in me. It's working in my consciousness. They will be talking about it and you will not know. You will say they are lying. You will sit down and say they are lying. This is what they are lying. They are faking. Nobody is faking here. We are serious. Very, very serious. It is true. The life of God is really true. It works. It's there. The righteousness of God really does work. You can live the life God has called you to live. Christianity is not difficult. It's not a difficult life at all. God gives us His precious Holy Spirit to help us live that Christian life. He's not left us alone. So you must confess to yourself. You must acknowledge the Holy Spirit by confessing. Oh, everything functions by faith. I was sharing with you last Tuesday that grace means God at work in you, isn't it? You know, someone can frustrate the grace of God. When we say frustrating the grace of God, we mean that you can, you see, the way not to frustrate the grace of God is to put your faith to work along the lines of grace. You must remind yourself that God is in me. How, how, how will God in you be strong and big if you don't confess it for yourself? If you don't access it by faith? How is what I'm talking about? You must be saying it to yourself, God is in me. Charlie, God is in me. I'm a child of God. God is inside. And God is not just sitting there. God is working in me. Causing me to do his own good pleasure. Causing me to do his will. How can a man live, live as a Christian for 60 years, 70 years? Preaching the gospel. Consistently going like that. If it is not God working in him. I see what I'm talking about. Yeah. You have to put your faith to work. Don't depend on somebody. When some headache comes, kill it by your faith. You will not do well. You will not. Headaches come and go. They do. But if you, if you use your words to accept them, it will be there. <laughs> I know, I've seen some live like this. I was just like, we were sitting down there. She just started saying, my head. My head. Miti. She died that same day. Just a few hours later, she died. So when the headache comes, that is not a time to be confessing to everybody. When I say confessing to, to everybody, you should understand what I'm saying. You know, there are people who, they, as soon as they meet you, Charlie, my head, oh. I don't know. And they look for medical officers. Charlie, my head, oh. What should I take? What should I take? Take a dose of the word. Someone say, oh, it's not everybody whose faith has gotten there. Then get there. Let your faith get there. Feed it. It's true. It's not everybody whose faith has gotten there. That's why doctors are there. That's why uh, nurses are there. That's why the hospitals are there. Okay? To help you. Get you this time. So that you can build yourself in faith. So the next time when it comes, you know how to go there. Don't think that the hospitals are there for you. Because they, they honestly and genuinely can't save everybody. And they know it. There are things that are out of their, their hand. They know it. And there are things they can't explain. Today, this morning, I saw a dead body being pushed like this. The guy was pushing it like he was suffering. You could tell the guy was very heavy. Yeah. Sickness and disease is what kills people. Hallelujah. So when one, one is ministered to you, you realize I'm not feeling too good. Don't be confessing to everybody. I'm not well, though. I'm not well at all. I'm not well at all. I'm not well at all. You call people. I'm not. I'm not well. 
I'm very sick. If you are in my body, eh, you would have run away. The more you see that, the more the thing stays. I'm telling you. There are different levels. Sometimes, because there are some people around you, you may have to say to them for them to understand what's going on so that you can recuperate and put your faith to work. I'm talking about people around you. Even at, even at a certain level, you don't tell people around you. When they say, how are you feeling? You say, I'm fine. At a certain level. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, there are levels. Hallelujah. Say, I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be, I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be a failure in life. Tell me, but watch me carefully. I'm the biggest guy you've ever seen in your life. Hey, say some. Don't say this is what are they say. Say some. Tell me, but say some. Okay? Faith is a law. Apart from it being a spirit, it's a law. And it being a law means it functions no matter where you are, who you are, where, what school you went to, who your mother is, who your father is. It makes no difference. If you feel gravity is not a law, and gravity does not exist because you've not seen it with your eye. Who has seen gravity before? You saw gravity walking around. You, nobody has seen gravity before. But just jump off this place and see what will happen to you. You hear kum. Kum. <laughs> Yeah, you hear come and you realize that your life is not the same again. Yeah. Because gravity is a law. And that law says that whatsoever goes up must come down. It must come down. And whether you like it or not, it works. Whether you believe in it or you don't believe in it, it works. It can either work for you or against you. There's a lot of flotation. Hallelujah. Yeah. That says that the body displaced what? Its weight. Isn't it? So if you fall into water, into, into the sea or into a pool of water, and you don't displace your weight, you fall into it like that. You should know that you are going to go down. You will sink and you will die. Whether you believe in it or not, it will happen to you. And you appear in heaven and angels will wonder why you are there. What are you doing here? What, what happened to you? I drowned. Why? I didn't believe in the law of flotation. Oh, come, come and let's go. They'll just put you inside and you'll be happy. Hallelujah. Faith is also a law. It's in the Bible. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 3, rather. Sorry. Let's read from verse 26. It's 9 from 26. To declare, say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believed in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. So faith is a law. Faith is what? Faith is what? Faith is what? What does that mean? It means that faith, faith works according to a certain principle. Whether you believe in it or not, it works according to that principle. I just mentioned gravity. Whether I believe in gravity or not, it still works because it's a principle. Isn't it? It's a law. It works in Ghana. It works in Nigeria. You can't say that because Nigeria is far away from Ghana and because Nigerians are more than Ghanaians. Nigerians are more than 150 million. 
That's why when you have a product in Ghana, you must make sure it gets to the Niger market. Don't stay in Ghana. Do you understand? Whatever you do, let it go to Nigeria. Nigeria should be your first place in mind, apart from Ghana. You may even produce enough for Ghanaians. Take it to Nigeria. 20 million, 20 million people buy it. You are, you, are, you are a millionaire. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is a small business tip for you. <laughs> Whatever you produce, Nigeria pay. They speak English too. Go there. It will sell. Okay? You are so close. Make sure you get a shop in Nigeria. It's not difficult to get a shop in Nigeria. They are always getting shops here. What stops us from getting a shop there? Is it true? Are there no Nigerians in your areas? If you go to Aka, where I grew up, there are a lot of Nigerians. Almost the whole area has become Nigerian. I don't even know who, who is there anymore. Yeah, every house, Nigerians, Nigerians, every, all over the place. One man came there, he invited a lot of his friends, and they are there. And they are doing business here. What stops you from going to do business there? Or you think you can't get it? Why are we talking about faith for? It will work in Nigeria. You say to yourself, it will work in Nigeria. Do buys like their head is not there. Yeah. It's called faith. It's a principle. It works. Whether in Nigeria, in America, wherever it is. Hallelujah. Growth is a principle. Growth is a law. So long as you are eating, drinking and sleeping and exercising, you will grow. You will experience growth. Hallelujah. It's not a miracle. Growth is not a miracle. We know what you have to do to grow. Hallelujah. Yeah, we all know what to do to, to be under the, the shade of gravity. We know. When you climb up a staircase, come down the staircase. Don't jump. So long as you do that, you are fine. Everything will be okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, faith is like that. You see, faith is like that. And faith, faith says, so long as you are talking... Believing and talking, it will work. No matter how long it takes, it will work. That's it, it will work. I said it's a law. It will work. So long as you believe and you talk, it will work. It functions by that principle, believing and speaking. That's all. No money. Money is a problem. That's why I like talking about money. Yeah, you, We must show you how to make money. Or you don't think so? You think there's an ungodly church? Yeah, it's very important. A lot of things cannot happen without money. Cannot. And God has showed us how to get the money in His way. So we must teach you how to go about it. Okay? Yeah. Say I'm rich. So don't wait for someone to tell you and explain things to you. Why are you not talking the word? Talk the word. Talk it. In your room, talk it. I'm rich. Prosperity is mine. I'm not poor. I'm not a failure. I'm a success. Yeah, the glory of God is, is, is upon me. It's in, my, it's in my life. I increase in glory every single day of my life. Yeah. Men shall come. Kings shall come to my rising. I arise and I shine. Because the glory of God is risen upon me. Kings shall come to my rising. Kings shall come to my rising. Yeah, it may not happen today or tomorrow, but kings will come to your rising before you check out of this world. So long as it's a law, so long as you believe it and you speak it, it will, it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. You push through. It will happen. 
Okay? It's a spirit. It's a law. And it's a fight. <laughs> it's a fight. A very wild fight. You make stubborn proclamations. Not giving up on what you are saying. This thing is going to happen. I don't care how long it takes. It's going to happen. Don't listen. They say Rome was not built in a day, isn't it? If you are building something, you know that it's not, go, it's not go, just going to happen. You can't build a soil building in a, in a day. Can you do that? So you start, just started talking about the fact that prosperity. Because you've not spoken about prosperity. How prosperity is yours. How you are rich. How you are healthy and all that. All your life. You are not finding out. Maybe you found out some years ago, but you've not even been consistent about it. How is what I'm talking about? So don't think that it's going to happen tomorrow morning. Doesn't make sense. I'm building something. See, I'm building something. You, you can literally build your health up. One block at a time. I'm strong. I'm healthy. You are saying it now. Do you know what you may be doing now? Maybe you are laying a foundation. The pillars have not gone up yet. Like some people's pillars have not gone up yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the pillars have not gone up yet. But nobody can live in the foundation. Nobody can live in the foundation. You have to build. You have, you have to roof it. So don't stop talking the word. Even when it is not showing up. It's like it is not showing. Paul mentioned fighting the fight of faith. He says fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal. It's a, it's a fight. It's a spirit. It's a law. And it is a fight. I follow me. Yeah. It's a spirit. It's a, it's a, it's a law. And it's a fight. Show it to me. First Timothy 6 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the fact that I'm saying you are talking now does not mean that it will happen tomorrow. It may happen tomorrow. Do you understand? If it doesn't happen tomorrow, it makes no difference. I believe in it anyway. It is going to work. You keep talking. Don't come and tell me, Pastor, I've been talking and it's not happening. You are destroying your foundation by saying that. The foundation you just built, you are destroying it by your, 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 by your other speech. By talking about the fact that it's not working. Who said this? I said it's a law. It works. Oh, you didn't hear me. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. It's a law, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a law? Yeah. Do you know what a law is? Hallelujah. There's a law called the law of flight. Or the law of lift. That is a law that goes against gravity. How can airplanes? Airplanes are heavier than we are. How come when we jump, we fall down? But airplanes jump and they don't fall down. They are heavier, they are bigger. We have so many human beings sitting in an airplane. The smallest airplane can take at least two people. Isn't it? With, with metals. These are metals. In the, in the sky. What? What kind of law are they, are they using? I thought they said that everything that goes up must come down. How come these guys are going up and they are not coming down? They are employing a higher law. Yeah. It's a law. Okay? And it always works. It always faith always works. Always. It always works. How does faith operate? I believe. Therefore have I spoken. What do you believe? When you believe and you speak it and it does you don't see it happening, it doesn't mean that it is the end because it is also a fight. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold. Let eternal life be real. Lay hold. Something you can't see. He says, lay hold on it. Well, unto that also called and, pro- and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith.
It's a fight. It's a fight. And we don't give up. We don't give up. You are going to work. You are going to change. Go, go back to, go back to um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, where we're reading. We're in verse 13, isn't it? It says, We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it's written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Go to the next verse. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Hallelujah. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Verse 16 is what I really want you to see. For which cause we fail not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen. Verse 18. Hmm? While we what? Say it again. While we look not at the things, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. The word temporal is subject to change. Everything that can be seen, the poverty that you are seeing now is subject to change. It is subject to change. And if you say once and it doesn't change, continue on talking. I said it's a fight. It means that there's resistance. And you, you don't want that resistance to overcome you. You want to overcome that resistance. So you are saying it. But it is not changing. You keep saying it. You don't say that, oh, I've said that it's not happening. No! Continue. I believe it anyway. For everything that is seen is subject to change. That sickness, that disease is subject to change. It can change. It will change. And here's all the things. So long as it can be seen, it can be changed. That lack of money problem can be changed. That business that is serving two people can change. It can serve two million people. It can. Since while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Faith looks like foolishness. It does. Do you know how stupid Abraham would look when he told his mother and his father and all his uncles that I'm leaving? God has spoken to me. Who, first of all, who is that God? There are so many of them here. Who, which one are you talking about? He didn't even know God's name. God has spoken to me. That I should move out of my father's house and my tribe and whatever and go to a land which he shall show me. You see how stupid he is. So when you, when you start going along the lines of faith, when you start talking like this, people talk, people think that you're a fool. What's wrong with you? We are in this area. You know we were this area. Which which what prosperity what no, go away. What my guy? Show me show me one Ghana now. Show me ten. You say you, you are prosperous. Show me hundred Ghana cities right now. Where is it? People will talk like that to you. You know what I'm talking about. It's a fight. You have to tell them that, listen, I believe what I'm talking about. <laughs> Maybe there's a chronic disease that you have. And your friends know about it. People know about it. You are hearing what I'm talking to you about. And then you go and go and say that to them, I'm healed. I'm strong. Then you say, let's test it. Maybe you couldn't bend down. You, you do this. I'm healed. Bend down, my guy. Bend down. I'm healed. Nah, it's just one bending. Go away. Which healed? Don't mind them. It's a fight. Tell me about it's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight that you are. It's a, it's a good fight. He says, fight the good. It's a good fight. 
is a fight to get involved in. If there's any fight you are involved in, it is this fight. It is this fight of faith. Making the thing work. This thing is going to work. I don't care how long it is. I'm building. I'm healed. I'm strong. I'm full of glory. My life is for the upward movements only. So you don't stop talking. You don't stop talking. Everything that was made came out of the things that were not made. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 2 to verse 3. Let's read from verse 1 so that you understand even more. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. There's no, there's no other definition for faith. There's no other. It says, go back to that one. Verse 1. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. The substance of things hoped for. Do you know substance? This is substance. A substance. Something you can feel. You can hold. Isn't it? A substance. He says, it is the substance of things you hope for. You see, it doesn't make sense. Something you are hoping for. How can you have the substance? It's called faith. The evidence of things not seen. Having evidence of what you can't see with your eyes. Are you seeing it? So the thing cannot be seen by anybody. Including yourself. Yet, I have substance concerning it. Where is that substance? It is in me. I have that reality inside me. I'm so sure. I'm so certain of the reality of this thing. That you cannot change my mind concerning it. Look at David and Goliath for instance. Let's, let's examine their case briefly and then we'll come back to this. Okay? Hallelujah. Now, go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Life is not a joke. Okay? Yeah, if probably you were thinking life were a joke, you, you may not know. Start growing up. Yeah, start growing up. Okay? Well, you have to work for 30 days, 31 days, and they'll drop 1,000 Ghana cities into your account. And when you see the 1,000 Ghana cities, it's like, your world has changed. Meanwhile, it will finish in four days. Before it even comes, it is even finished. Okay? You work and work. You know everybody is underpaid. Most people are underpaid. The kind of work you are doing in that, that office is not the pay they are giving to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know how much money your work brings to the, to the company. When you start working, and you start living. You realize that you can't pay utility. You can't marry. You are seeing the lady. You love her. Baby, I don't know what I'll do without you. But she can't sleep on your bed. Because you've not given bride price. You know bride price. Bride price is not a joke. You've got to pay for it. Hallelujah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Like you have, you have mature, you are growing. As you st- when you, you start, you realize that Charlie, everything is increasing. Your pay is the same. This is 2016. Your pay in 2013 is the same as 2016. Meanwhile, everything has changed. Body has even the price of body. Do you know body? The price of plantain has gone up. If you are not careful, you will not be able to even buy plantain. And <laughs> you, you don't know. Yeah. You can't even chop gobe anymore. <laughs> Some people wait until it becomes very hard before they try and seek the things that I'm talking about. Don't wait till it becomes very hard. You can start using your faith now. So that you never get into that. Because when you start using your faith that, like right now, you will never get into that problem. Do you understand? 
Yeah. Life is no, it's no joke. It's not a joke. To be honest with you, it is not a joke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not everybody who will fulfill their destiny. God wants everyone to, but not everybody will. You will give up your dreams. Every, listen, there's a, there's a certain cemetery in America. When you're entering, there's a placard at the entrance of the cemetery. It writes, big. I was once like you. It's huge. I was one, as you're entering, you are alive. You are entering that cemetery. As I'm going, I was once like you. Full, then he writes under, full of dreams and hopes and expectations. When you are coming, there's another big placard from the back. You will one day be like me. Stuck up in the grave with your dreams and hopes. That's a terrible confession, isn't it? I think it's a terrible confession. It's not supposed to be like that. But it is a true statement. It is a reality. When you're young like this, you have dreams. You have like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. As you grow up, it reduces. What you want to do reduces. Probably want to be, you wanted to be a musician, very wild rapper or something. As you turn 30, 35, 28, 27, going, you are seeing and nothing is happening. You realize that it's like, Charlie, I have to find a job. <laughs> so that I can eat. Yeah, but it takes faith to persevere and to win and make your dream a reality. It's not everybody who have their dream coming to pass. It's not. Because some people give up. They give up on their faith. They give up. It's, this thing is not working. Hallelujah. Yeah. You have, to be, you have to be very smart. Okay? You have to be very, very smart. That's why It's a choice. Choose. Choose how you would want things to be. Hallelujah. Yeah. I always had a dream of walking before people like you. Holding microphone. You are listening to me. Who are you listening to? You are listening to me. Are you listening to somebody else? You are listening to me. I prayed you here. <gasps> yeah, man. Yeah. I prayed you here. Because there was a time when it was just one. But when it was one, we didn't say it's finished. Because the one was not changing. Ask for Sayujin. Ask for Sayvon. We had wild times. But we are having a leaders camp. And more than 200 people are in it. This is leaders. This is just leaders. Hallelujah. It's called faith. 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 Say faith. The people will show up. Those to help for the thing to work will show up. Do you understand? They will show up. You wouldn't know where they came from, but they will just show up. It will, they will come. All you need to do is to keep talking. Keep saying it. Keep talking it. Keep believing. Ah, it's it's going to work. God has said it. I believe it and it will happen. That settles it. Settles it. I believe what God has said. I'll speak what God says. That is it. Nothing is going to happen. It's going to change that. Hallelujah. Yeah, in, in, in first much of the seven, look for where he was talking. David was talking about to Goliath. I think it's in verse 18, I believe. You know Goliath? Goliath was a thick, tall guy. He was a giant. He was not thick, tall, he was a giant. Pastor Ram is thick, tall. Goliath was a giant. Hallelujah. And Goliath was fighting in the Philistine army. He had come against the truth of God, the Israelites. And everybody was afraid. 
you know, challenge has come and everybody's running away, including the king. The king, the Bible says, was head and shoulders high than everybody in Israel. He was thicker and taller than everybody in Israel. But he was stuck in his tent, shaking. Shaking. How are we going to overcome this? Challenge, real challenge. Listen, challenges are not an evidence of you. First of all, they are not an evidence of the fact that God has left you or forsaken you. Or you have, you've missed the will of God. Secondly, it is not a bad thing. Challenges are meant, without challenges, you cannot use your faith. Do you understand? Faith will have no expression if there is no need. When there is a need, then faith can be released to fulfill and change that particular need. Keep these things in your mind. Keep them in your spirit. Okay? Hallelujah. Everyone was afraid. David came and said, this guy, this guy is going to be meat. He's, he's nothing. Some people heard him talking. Small boy, he was just, mind you, he was just 17 years old. Do you know a 17, who's a 17 year old boy here? I 17. How old are you? Sorry? 15. Kojo? Kojo is 17. Kojo, you can stand up. Stand up for me, please. Kojo is even thick and tall. David was not up to this height. Kojo is practically 17. Small boy. Have you seen a 17 year old boy? Do you remember how you were when you were 17? What were you thinking when you were 17? <laughs> you were thinking about a guy and tie or game. Playboy. Something. Is it Game Boy or whatever? Game Boy, right? Yeah, David came. 17 year old boy. 17 year old boy. But he knew God. He knew the word of God. He knew. He knew that God has said that one of you shall chase a thousand. Just one shall chase. That is what God said concerning Israel. One of you. It took those who believed it for that to work for them. And David believed that more than anything. David was not the only one who killed a giant. He trained his, his, his followers to kill giants as well. He trained his followers to be able to fight. One follower stood, one soldier of his stood and killed a thousand people. Just one. He fought until the, the, the sword stuck to his hand. He believed so much what God has said. As a matter of believing what God, what has God said concerning you? God says that you are not poor. Do you believe it? If you believe it, then talk it. Say it until you see prosperity around you. Hallelujah. David believed it so strongly, so he knew that that guy, this is one man, he counted him as one man. This is one man, if they say I can change a thousand, how man, what is this guy? Everybody else was afraid. They had all forgotten about the word of God. They had forgotten about what the word God has said. They were looking at the flesh. You're looking at the flesh. Look at how thick and tall he is. Look at how he's a giant. He's an og. He's a son of og. The sons of og were, were the giants. Hallelujah. Do you know that David was not the first person to kill a, a giant? Do you know? Moses started killing giants. Moses, Joshua, Caleb. Caleb took a whole mountain of giants. He killed every one of them. Caleb. At age 80. You know an 80 year old man now? Oh, read your Bible at age 80. Yeah, you can find in Judges chapter 1. There's some in Judges chapter 1. Caleb took, he took the mountain full of giants. So, and David had read, he knew all these things. So if these men, these were men, that's why he says, follow, he says, look at the faith of those who have gone ahead of you. He says, follow their faith. 
follow. There are people who have gone ahead of us. People have succeeded. Don't you understand? By what I'm talking about. I know, I know where I'm coming from. I'm a child of T.L. Osborne. I'm a child of Kenny Hagen. I'm a child of Kenny Copeland. I'm a child of Pastor Chris. I'm a child of Bishop Dark. I'm a child of Bishop Odebo. These are the people I look up to. These are my role models. These are my role models. These are the people I look up to. I learn from them. I'm a child of Dr. Arthur. Yeah, yeah, I'm a child of Dr. Arthur. I know where he has come from. You wouldn't believe where he was in 2007. 2003. Everybody wants him to be their father. Do you know where he's coming from? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But faith works. Faith works. I know a man who, about 10 years ago, his title, his title was, 10 years ago would be 2006, isn't it? His title was not more than 500,000. Those times. That's 50 Ghana cities. 2006, we're still in the old currency, isn't it? The new currency came in 2017, 2007, right? His title was not more than 500,000. Not more. Not more. Low. It was even lower. This 2017, isn't it? 2016. His tithe is more than 100 million. More than 10,000. His, his tithe is more than 1,000 Ghana cities. That means that his income is more than 100 million, isn't it? In one month. That same man. That is someone to look up to. That is someone to learn from. Oh? Or you don't want your tithe to change? You still want to give the one Ghana cities? Don't you, don't you even feel bad when you are giving one, one Ghana? You are giving partnership of two Ghana. There's something wrong. Are you not a child of God? How is the gospel going to go for it if you are not going to give? And give big. Decide to do big things for God. God is not against you being big. There's not, remove it from your mind that God doesn't want you to be big. God wants you to be big. Read my lips. Big. Hmm? Everybody sitting here, God wants you to be very big so that you can do big things for Him. You know what we can do if we are, all of us are giving one million dollars for the gospel to be preached? You know how many churches we can put up at once? <laughs> like that. We just decide that we want to, want to put churches here. You know, there's land everywhere. There's land available everywhere. There's land in Edum. There's land in Accra Central. Available, you don't know. There's land even at where mosques are sitting. Where the mosque is sitting is the land. That land can be for us. With money, money. Eh? Say money. Money. Yeah. Money. Money and great grace from God. Great influence. God's influence. What? So we shouldn't be satisfied at where we are. Okay? Don't be satisfied at that. Don't be. Everyone was afraid. But David knew. He had read. What have you read? Read. That's why you have to read your Bible. Because without reading your Bible, you don't know what is possible. You don't know. You will not know what is possible. You will not know that it, is, it has been done or it can be done. It has been done. Okay? Yeah. But David, he came up. He was he started talking. I'm going to, I, I can kill this guy. He brought him to the king. When he brought him to the king, he said that, Oh, king, live forever. There was a day I was shepherding my sheep. A bear came to come and carry one of them. I chased it. I opened his mouth and took away my, my, my lamb. That, that is very serious. If a bear should come here, what, what, what are you doing here? Bear. Do you know bear? Do you know the power of a bear? The strength of a bear? Go and, go and watch Discovery Channel. You will know. They are so strong. Then he went on to say, a lion came. Another time a lion came, seeking to take one of my lambs. 
and I opened his mouth. Why? He had seen something. He had seen and heard. He had read. He had not seen something do it. He read something came more than 400 years before David came. He had read concerning Samson. How Samson was passing by and saw a lion approaching him and he opened the lion's mouth and killed the lion. If Samson was able to do it, why can't I do it? When the lion came, that was what came into his mind. He remembered the word of God. He remembered, man, I can do this thing. I can do, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. And he approached the guy, approached the lion, and opened his mouth, killed it, and took away its, took away the lamb. Then he said, this, this particular Philistine shall become like one of them. King, just send me, he shall become like one of them. The king said, hey, are you sure? The king put the, the, do you know that if David had been killed, Israel would have become slaves to Philistine forever. Forever. The king gave the trust of the country, the future of the country, into that 17-year-old boy. Do you know a 17-year-old boy? He gave, do you know, can you imagine Ghana looking up to one 17-year-old boy and what he's going to do for us? How? That is the influence of God, isn't it? The king gave, Saul gave everything to him and said, Go and go on our behalf. And he dressed him in his own armor. Eh? <laughs> he dressed him in his armor. If you could have gone with your armor, why didn't you go with yourself? <laughs> David tried there and said, No, 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 I'm not used to this. I can't, I, can't, I can't wear this. He didn't trust in flesh, he trusted in God. And they told him that they are, this guy has five brothers. They are five. He said, hey, they are five. So he took five smooth stones, one for each. Can you imagine? He was not thinking about killing this only. He was thinking about killing all the four. All the other five. The, the four that were, that were left. Took five smooth stones. Look at what he said. When he stood before the guy. Look at it. This is what I want you to see. Oh, hallelujah. This is faith. He started, he, 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 then said David to the Philistine, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear. And with the shield. He, the guy had everything. We know our competition. We know what, we know what our competition. We know what is coming against. I thought you understand. Yeah, we are in a world, we, all of us are not born on the same platform. There are people who are richer. People who are born with, one way in school, some people are driving big cars. Doing screeching and all. Let them screech. We know what we are also carrying. Hallelujah. Then <laughs> said David to the Philistine, thou comest to me with a sword. And with a spear. And with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel. Whom thou hast defied. He's just talking. He's just speaking. He's speaking the word. Confessing the word. Look at the next thing. This day of the Lord delivered thee into my hand. Is this not confession? It has not happened. It has not. Nobody believes this can happen. As he's talking, Saul is saying, what does this guy say? This boy, we have died. We have died. This boy, I thought you were going to use spear and, and sword and shield and be moving like Achilles. Look at what you are doing. Talking. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand and I will smite thee. He has not done it too, but he's speaking. I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. Small boy. And I'll give the carcass of the host of the Philistines. Not only you, I'll give the carcass of the whole Philistines. This day unto the fowls of the earth and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. I'm going to do that to you. Now, he was talking to the problem. That's why I said don't keep quiet. The problem is going, What is wrong with you? 
Stop talking like that. I don't know what I'm going to do. What is wrong with you? Ask your neighbor, what is wrong with you? Stop talking like that. Stop behaving like that. It is time to look up. Tell him, it's time to make up. To make things happen. You can make things happen. You don't, you don't, don't care about your age. This guy was 17. Now that you are too old. You are too old. You are too old. You are too old. You can do something. Yeah. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord said, but not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and I will give you into, He will give you into our hands. Then He went ahead. He acted. He acted. Faith is action. Speaking. Believing. Speaking. And acting. What you are saying. He went on. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose. Hmm? He arose. And do, and came and drew nigh to meet David. The guy moved. Eh? The giant moved. He took a, he took a step. He was coming. David didn't say, Mommy, I was just talking. Yeah, if you are, if you are talking the word of God, it doesn't mean I have a problem will run away. Because he had to say, look at what he say. He says he's going to give my head over to the whatever. He's going to give my body to the carcasses, my carcasses and what, what, whatever to, to the vast of the air. I have to run away. He moved towards the guy. David didn't say, I was just playing. Oh, why devil? Why are you playing now? He didn't say that. He didn't say that. And David hasted. He moved. When Goliath moved, David moved. David moved. He hasted and ran toward the army to meet their place. He ran to meet the problem. I said, faith is a fight. He's not sitting down and saying, I've been talking. It's not working. Where's the job? I've been saying, I have a job. I have a job. Pastor, I don't have a job. Be there. Who should give you the job? I don't manufacture jobs. My job is what I'm doing. I have a job. You don't have any. I have a job. A dude put his hand in his back as he was running and took there's a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. That the stone sank into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. If you, if, if you throw a stone to somebody, is he not supposed to hit and fall? First of all, it hit and sank into his forehead. And the guy did not fall backwards. If he sank into his head, he must fall backward. The guy fell forward. You should know that the power of God was inside. When David was talking like that, God said that, Michael, you have to move now before we disgrace ourselves. We have to move now. God acted on your behalf. And victory came. The victory will not come if you, if you keep quiet. And if you run away, when the problem, it seems like it's becoming worse. You know when a serpent is dying, it always shakes itself. Yeah, when you, when you kill a serpent, I mean, I mean, don't even notice. It doesn't die instantly. You don't smite a, a, a serpent and, bah, and then it's gone. No, it has never happened. If like, find one and kill it right now and see. When you kill it, it will be moving. <laughs> like it's going to do something to you. Hey, no lie. Nothing is inside it. There's nothing happening inside uh, look, when you are talking like that, the thing has died from the roots. But you, you may say this, you say, nothing is happening. Don't say that nothing is happening. Who told you nothing is happening? Shut up. Who told you nothing is happening? Something is happening. The victory is mine. The victory is mine. I can do all things that you say things me. Yeah. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome this world. And this is the victory. I said this is the victory. That of our Even our faith. Do you have faith? Do you have faith? I said do you have faith? 
Rise up and put your faith to work right now. Put your faith to work. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.